Question 126 of Summa Theologica Secunda Secunde Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues The Virtue of Fortitude This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Secunda Secunde Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues the Virtue of Fortitude by St. Thomas Aquinas Translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province Question 126 Of Fearlessness in Two Articles We must now consider the vice of fearlessness, under which head there are two points of inquiry. First, whether it is a sin to be fearless, Second, whether it is opposed to fortitude. First article, whether fearlessness is a sin. Objection one. It seems that fearlessness is not a sin. For that which is reckoned to the praise of a just man is not a sin. Now, it is written in praise of the just man in Proverbs 21 verse 1 the just bold as a lion shall be without dread therefore it is not a sin to be without fear objection to further nothing is so fearful as death according to the philosopher in ethics three six yet one ought not to fear even death according to matthew ten twenty eight Fear ye not them that kill the body, etc. Nor anything that can be inflicted by man, according to Isaiah 51.12, Who art thou, thou that shouldest be afraid of a mortal man? Therefore, it is not a sin to be fearless. Objection 3. Further, fear is born of love as stated above in question 125, article 2. Now it belongs to the perfection of virtue to love nothing earthly, since according to Augustine, in On the City of God, 14, the love of God to the abasement of self makes us citizens of the heavenly city. Therefore, it is seemingly not a sin to fear nothing earthly, On the contrary, it is said of the unjust judge in Luke 18.2 that he feared not God nor regarded man. I answer that, since fear is born of love, we must seemingly judge alike of love and fear. Now, it is here a question of that fear whereby one dreads temporal evils and which results from the love of temporal goods. And every man has it instilled in him by nature to love his own life and whatever is directed thereto, and to do so in due measure, that is, to love these things not as placing his end therein, but as things to be used for the sake of his last end. Hence it is contrary to the natural inclination and therefore a sin, to fall short of loving them in due measure. 
Nevertheless, one never lapses entirely from this love, since what is natural cannot be wholly lost, for which reason the Apostle says in Ephesians 5.29, No man ever hated his own flesh. Wherefore, even those that slave themselves do so from love of their own flesh, which they desire to free from present stress. Hence it may happen that a man fears death and other temporal evils less than he ought, for the reason that he loves them less than he ought. But that he fear none of these things cannot result from an entire lack of love, but only from the fact that he thinks it impossible for him to be afflicted by the evils contrary to the goods he loves. This is sometimes the result of pride of soul, presuming on self and despising others, according to the saying of Job 41, verses 24 and 25. He was made to fear no one, he beholdeth every high thing. And sometimes it happens through a defect in the reason. Thus the philosopher says in Ethics 3.7 that the Celts through lack of intelligence fear nothing. It is therefore evident that fearlessness is a vice, whether it result from lack of love, pride of soul, or dullness of understanding. Yet the latter is excused from sin if it be invincible. Reply to Objection 1. The just man is praised for being without fear that withdraws him from good, not that he is altogether fearless, for it is written in Ecclesiasticus 1.28, He that is without fear cannot be justified. Reply to Objection 2. Death and whatever else can be afflicted by mortal man are not to be feared so that they make us forsake justice, but they are to be feared as hindering man in acts of virtue, either as regards himself or as regards the progress he may cause in others. Hence it is written in Proverbs 14.16, A wise man feareth and declineth from evil. Reply to Objection 3. Temporal goods are to be despised as hindering us from loving and serving God, and on the same score they are not to be feared. Wherefore it is written in Ecclesiasticus 34.16, He that feareth the Lord shall tremble at nothing. But temporal goods are not to be despised, insofar as they are helping us instrumentally to attain to those things that pertain to divine fear and love. Second article, whether fearlessness is opposed to fortitude. Objection 1. It seems that fearlessness is not opposed to fortitude, for we judge of habits by their acts. Now, no act of fortitude is hindered by a man being fearless, since if fear be removed, one is both brave to endure and daring to attack. Therefore, fearlessness is not opposed to fortitude. Objection to further, 
fearlessness is a vice either through lack of due love or on account of pride or by reason of folly now lack of due love is opposed to charity pride is contrary to humility and folly to prudence or wisdom therefore the vice of fearlessness is not opposed to fortitude objection three further vices are opposed to virtue and extremes to the mean but one mean has only one extreme on the other side since then fortitude has fear opposed to it on the one side and daring on the other it seems that fearlessness is not opposed thereto on the contrary the philosopher in ethics three reckons fearlessness to be opposed to fortitude i answer that as stated above in question one hundred and twenty three article three fortitude is concerned about fear and daring now every moral virtue observes the rational mean in the matter about which it is concerned hence it belongs to fortitude that man should moderate his fear according to reason namely that he should fear what he ought and when he ought and so forth now this mode of reason may be corrupted either by excess or by deficiency wherefore just as timidity is opposed to fortitude by excess of fear in so far as a man fears what he ought not and as he ought not so too fearlessness is opposed thereto by deficiency of fear in so far as a man fears not what he ought to fear reply to objection one the act of fortitude is to endure death without fear and to be aggressive not anyhow but according to reason this the fearless man does not do reply to objection to fearlessness by its specific nature corrupts the mean of fortitude wherefore it is opposed to fortitude directly but in respect of its causes nothing hinders it from being opposed to other virtues reply to objection three the vice of daring is opposed to fortitude by excess of daring and fearlessness by deficiency of fear fortitude imposes the mean on each passion hence there is nothing unreasonable in its having different extremes in different respects end of question 126 Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.